0: Welcome to the Dogcast
1: for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au
2: Oh
1: yes, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm Bretton Yates, your host for today. And, uh, of course, as always, joined by Greyhound Racing SA's uh, racing manager, Sean Matheson, for a big spring edition of the Dogcast. Matho, welcome.
0: Yeah, hi, Yatesy. Great to be with you on the Dogcast. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, big spring edition. Last episode, we uh, touched on how good it was going to be over the coming weeks and months in South Australia for Greyhound Racing, and it's... It's proven that we've got two wonderful finals, which we'll touch on uh, this Thursday night in the Oaks and the Derby, but all leading up towards our Match Racing Group 1, Gawler Cup. Great
1: time to be uh, a racing enthusiast in SA. Yeah, no doubt about it. Of course, we'll touch on, as you mentioned, the Group 3, SA Oaks and the SA Derby finals. Uh, We'll check out last week's heats as well and how the final has been made up. Uh, We'll look back as well as a huge weekend in New South Wales, of course, with the National Series at both Wentworth Park and the Straight Track at Richmond. Uh, We'll look back on that, see the winners and also how our locals performed. And uh, we'll have a chat with Kim Johnston. She has got Russia's Raw, who's drawn box one in the Derby final. The Week in Review. As always, our week in review brought to you by Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, They're proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our GAP SA greyhounds uh, in the GAP prison programs, and they are based right here in SA. Visit their website, uh, freshpetfoodco.com.au, for more information. Matho, uh, time to look back. uh, Last Thursday night, gee, it was a a big night of action-packed greyhound racing. We had three heats of the Oaks, three heats of the Derby, a lot of interstate interest. And a couple of upset results. Uh, wh- what about we kick off with the Oaks?
0: Yeah, well, the first heat of the Oaks, um, which was raced through on the card, Molly Irish for Rob Harness. Um, surprise winner, $19. Um, was able to jump to the front and just proved too strong. Now, the weather on Thursday night was a, yeah. a bit ordinary and a bit wet. So you might have thought, oh, if it leads, um, it'll get run down in the heavy conditions. But to be fair, Molly Irish did a great job to lead throughout. Um, McKee on bail, the Victorian did an okay job to run on, was a um, was mid-race and then got home for second. And Osprey, Athena, Yatesy, very unlucky in running third, got checked off the back straight when looking a huge danger.
1: Absolutely. She was a massive run. I mean, twice. So it got a bump a couple of times and then rocketed home. Hasn't made the final. So bad luck for connections. But... Uh, she's first reserve uh, in in order so still half a chance maybe to get a run but she'll go around Thursday night anyway it was a a huge performance Um, the the track's an interesting point you you make from Thursday night it was it was one of the more difficult programs I've had as far as being able to call them because funny things were happening like leaders were stopping quickly those at the back were running on hitting the front and then dropping off I couldn't there was no pattern to it it was just a a wet and it was a sloppy sort of night as far as conditions go. And it was a a really interesting um, sort of meeting to try and take form out of because I think there's going to be some variances out of that that you can just totally forget.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, some dogs handle it and some didn't. There were clearly some dogs that didn't handle the conditions at all that that didn't go well and some... And we'll talk about the next heat of the Oaks in a minute. But um, some thrived on the conditions and ran amazing time and and looked to be progressing quite well. But I take your point, the next coming weeks, you know, will this form stack up and where will it sit? Um, Time will tell. But, I mean, you know, good on the ones who won and qualified for the
1: final. They got the job done, so... What about your hero Bale? This was very heavily backed in the second heat of the yep. Oaks. Copped a little bit of buffeting early, but heading around that first bend, sort of, you could tell the race was done.
0: Yeah, from the Gibbons team, um, they've got a strong team at the moment. They're winning races everywhere in Australia, and your hero Bale uh, peeled off for thirty forty-two, a huge run home time. And yep. yeah, as you said, Yates, he once uh, she got to up near the leaders into the back straight, it was game over. She raced away. I did think Zipping Daria ran a nice race yep. first up for Ed Burrett from New South Wales, got some nice New South Wales form, and I was impressed with the way she went. She's drawn perfectly um, in the one in the Oaks final. So um, both of those greyhounds, I think they will progress quite nicely.
1: What about uh, the third heat of the Oaks and a local victory, Miss Scallywag, for Tony Rasmussen? Yeah, wasn't it great to see? I mean,
0: a lot of these races, well, we had two locals win two of the three heats, which is fantastic. And Miss Scallywag, she just has that really good early speed. Yep. Uh, she drew wide. A lot of the ones on the inside began a bit average and she just used her speed, a 529 just to cross. And and I thought turning for home, they might've been a chance to run her down, but she seemed to kick away yeah. a little bit and, and won impressively by four lengths. Miss, Melissa Keeping um, and Ava Blazer both qualified for the final. They would have to improve, particularly improve their sort of box manners and get a bit closer in the final to do any damage. But... Um, we do know from one week to the next, particularly with in interstate dogs, they can improve.
1: Yeah, um, no doubt about it. That's absolutely true. I'll run through the, uh, the box draw and also the markets when we get to uh, our official preview. Um, what about looking back on the heats of the Derby? Uh, first heat was taken out. We're going to have a chat to Kim Johnston yep. later on. But, gee, Russia's Raw from box seven really showed a, a good turn of speed. Yeah, I mean, he's been in terrific form. I mean, he ran yeah.
0: second behind Sunset Toxic, which is one of the the, the fastest and best sprinters in the state and at the took, moment.
1: And took three or four lengths off Sunset Toxic in the home straight too. I mean, yeah. that, that's not easy to do. No, no,
0: absolutely. And so against his own age, effectively here, um, yeah, he was able to uh, work his way strongly to the front, challenge, and then race away by four lengths. Um, quarter was good, nice 600-metre, Dog get, yeah. getting home nicely at the end, Um and the failure shot of Red uh, Anthony Azapardi's dog probably his main chance probably through the series. Yeah. A couple of two disappointing runs. I, I wouldn't. I mean, he's a very nice dog, obviously, but
1: he just might not handle the conditions. Gee, he was backed. He was strongly mm. backed. He had it, and he was in a position to to challenge if he had it in him, but. Just couldn't get it done. Uh, and two good rushes. Raw second heat of the uh, the derby. And uh, we've seen Hector Forley, of course, either the week before or the fortnight before, come out and, and get the job done and was able to uh, sort of butter up and do it again after finding itself a little further back than maybe we would have thought. Yeah, it was a
0: bit of a muddly race early, wasn't yeah. it? Um, dogs up the front, and then all of a sudden they're midfield. And, and Hector Forley, I thought he was not going to qualify, let alone win this yeah. heat. I mean, he found himself, um, checked on the first term when he was making good ground towards the lead, checked again, he was a long way off him down the back straight and he got he kept railing hard. And he got the run and he he and he won well. I, I was actually taken by the run, Yates. Yeah. I actually thought he did a really good job. He's a very inexperienced dog. Yep. He's only had about seven lifetime starts. Um, Winnington Bale again for the Gibbons and Salad Dodger, probably a little bit disappointing as well. Once he found the front.
1: Yeah, I I thought once he was in the lead, then look out. But coming to the turn, like he lost three lengths like that and Mm. and was gone, which enabled and maybe made the look of uh, the run of Hector even better. But I was very surprised at how quick Salad Dodger came back, considering what we'd seen him do in Melbourne. Yeah, so, yeah. no, that was a surprise. And uh, look, well done to Hector Forley and Connections. The third heat of the SA Derby, um, Deadly Class was a short price favourite going into this one, but once again rolled by a uh, look another interstate visitor this time.
0: Yeah, Multi Matt uh, again led them up. Did a really good job um, for Team Britain Langton, who have sent across eight or nine dogs for the for the series on the night. Thirty sixty-seven, he did a good job. We went around at fifteen dollars, Yates, yeah. which which more probably reflects the price of Deadly Class. He was a dollar thirty deadly class. Yep. And so you wouldn't expect fifteen dollars about multi-mat. But he held on well. Deadly class, I thought he had clear running down the back straight to to make ground. He made good ground and his run home time was very good. So I mean I mean he's still a big chance in the final, but he's been beaten as a short price favorite his last two. And Columbus Minnelli, I was glad for the Western Australian connections. Morgan Turner, um, who'd been across here for a few weeks and um, was able to run third in the final. Um, Qualified, unfortunately, He's drawn poorly again in the final, uh, but he's been going really well. So he's got a big motor, that dog, too. So uh, I was glad they made it for their connections.
1: All right. We'll have a full preview with the uh, box draw and markets. That'll be coming up soon. Um, what about the North v South challenge? The, uh, well, the dog car strikes again, Matho. <laughs> we had Adam Manted on and Julie got the result with uh, Toby West. Well, I know James in the marketing
0: department, he does keep the stats on this. <laughs> and I reckon if we were doing it as um, our best bet every week, we would be at like 80% or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Bear in mind, we are getting the the contenders for these feature <laughs> races. But um, no, um, tr- terrific for Adam yeah. um, with Toby West. And, geez, is there a, a more improved dog in the
1: state than it's him? It's extraordinary. And what he's doing in that sort of early to mid-race section is is unbelievable. I mean, he's gone on to win again since. He's won yep. four in a row now. and. I think he's got a massive chance again in the racing on Thursday night. Um, Drawn the three, I think it is, and will come out. I know there's a a bit of interstate representation that will make it hard, but, I mean, how do you deny him? He just keeps doing what he needs to do and doing it in really strong fashion. Well, and that final
0: um, at Murray Bridge drew together some wonderful dogs from the north and the south, Murray Bridge five thirty. You might not think it would suit him. Yeah. Um. And he um did a good job down the back straight. He railed hard. He, he sort of shoved um Spring Phoebe out of the way. Yeah. Got ground. Went wide, turning for home. Really he was wide, Out with he? the crowd yeah. that were there. And um, but he held on well. He held off Spring Agatha, which we knows she's a very nice dog. And um, full credit to him; he got the job done. Twenty nine ninety three, and as you mentioned, you know, going fantastically well.
1: What about uh, look back at the nationals? So we uh, might kick off with the straight track because there's been a bit of progression here for for he's on fire, who uh, ran pretty solidly in that straight track final.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Just just on that it was the north versus south. Just with Victor Kurt took out the short course. So congratulations to the Mussons. they yes. the great supporters of uh, of that series and all the Victor dogs. They go really well, but. He's talking about the straight track and he's on fire. Well, the name is is suiting for that dog. I mean, he, he ran third in the straight track final behind Mr. America, which we spoke, he had sort of the, the good New South Wales form and subsequently Mr. America has, I think, broken the track record at, yep. at that uh, venue. Uh, ran third in the final, um, did SA proud. I'm gifted too, was there for Ben Rawlings as well. Again, really admirable performance against those dogs. Uh, it was in the care of Alan Mainwaring, and subsequently he's gone to the Million Dollar Chase um, uh, Preludes, Metro Preludes, and ran second to She's a Pearl. And now is qualified for the uh, semi-finals of the Million Dollar Chase this Saturday night. Um, he's progressing well. We know how his speed out of the boxes is, is, is electric, so um, he really led the way against She's a Pearl, and she had to work really hard to go past him. Also in the Million Dollar Chase semi-finals. Before we touch on the other nationals, um, Teddy the Bear and Charlie's Misty have both progressed through the Broken Hill qualifier. Um, they ran second and third in the final at Broken Hill, so congratulations to them. Um, great to have SA content on uh, Million Dollar Chase night. We know Shadow Mist did a great job for Lauren Harris a, a year or two ago, um, but yeah, so great to see SA flying the flag on the on the interstate uh, stage. In the other two um, national finals, yep. we had um, Fantastic
1: Radley go around in the Group 1 staying event. What did you make of his run? Um, well, obviously, the winner, Super Estrella, was the one we thought was the one to beat. Pound straight to the lead, and it was done. He got shuffled back uh, a fair way early, yeah. Fantastic Radley. He might have got a little bum, I couldn't quite tell, off the back. And then in the home straight the first time, he was... Sort of back. Look, I thought he plugged away and did his job. I don't think he was disgraced, uh, yep. just given the run early that he had. And he's obviously subsequently come out and, and won well again here in Adelaide. So he certainly hasn't gone backwards.
0: Yeah, I just think on that national level, he just finds the ones so he can get to the front early. And he finds himself midfield. It's a bit hard to make ground. It'll be interesting in the coming weeks, Radley will be heading towards the Premier's Cup, which is our, one of our Premier staying races on Adelaide Cup final night. Hopefully we get to see some interstate stayers come across for that and see them match up against him mm. on his home track And because uh, he's been brilliant um, at Angle Park. We know how good he is at Murray Bridge. Yep. So he's clearly dominating the staying ranks. And then in the sprint final, Fly for Tricks, who, who won our sprint final at Big Odds, went around in bigger odds in the national final at Wentworth Park. Far from disgrace, Jake. Oh, here. Thor ran
1: fantastically well. Uh, I mean, good odds Cash ended up winning that after being headed by yep. the uh, the fave, simply limelight and kicked back to win. But Fly for Tricks was sort of camped there fourth, just a length off them early and stayed there pretty much the whole way. And the last bit just probably lost that half length in the run to the post. But I thought stuck on extremely well, all things considered.
0: Yeah, off the back straight, I was thinking if the leaders just sort of uh, um, tie up a little bit with each other, the run could present for Fly for Tricks. Yeah. He sort of went to the outside, but then he just couldn't then make ground. But geez, he he was he was gutsy to to finish fifth in that final, a really hot Group One final.
1: Uh, the Nationals, do we know where they are next year, Shauna?
0: So next year they'll be in Victoria. Yep. So um, it's either Meadows or Sandown. I'm just not sure. But the year after they'll be here at Angle Park. Fantastic. So um, we'll obviously look to try to factor in this the straight track with Murray Bridge. And obviously the the national finals here. So in two years' time, it's going to be, I mean, that will be a wonderful week of racing for sure. Strap
1: yourself in. Fantastic stuff. Uh, That's our look back at what was. Next up, we've got the preview of the Big Oaks and Derby finals. The Preview. Uh, The preview is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. uh, Free tips for SA Metro meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. Uh, As always, gamble responsibly. Time now to uh, have a look at the big finals coming up Thursday night at Angle Park. We've got the Oaks and Derby. We'll kick off with the Oaks. Math I'll just run through the uh, box draw and tab yep. fix market. Uh, please note, these are all in markets with the reserves priced. So uh, the markets will shift slightly once those reserves or any scratchings happen. So we've got zipping Daria box, one at five fifty on the tab fix. Two Ava Blazer is $3.50. Number three, Melissa Keeping at $7.50. Uh, four, Agent Four at $34. Your Hero, Bale, number five, is three fifty, dollars An equal favourite with Ava Blazer. Uh, Miss Scallywag, number six, at $4.60. Seven, Molly Irish at $19. And box eight, McKeon Bale at $7. Osprey Athena at $9. Whiskey Soda at $34. What do you make of it?
0: Well, I mean we talk every year it's a wonderful addition of the oaks one of the more even races that we will see for a group three sa oaks final i think there's a number of chances i think the box draw does make it quite interesting um in going through the race itself i was actually thinking um zipping daria out of the box one um would be pretty strong in having a chance to lead i'm I do believe uh, Miss Scallywag, if she hits it, she can definitely lead from box six. But I think Zipping Daria showed last week, first look at the track, that she can um, show speed. She was a 5.35 to the first post. She does like to get off a little bit. So Ava Blazer wasn't that fast out. I expect Ava Blazer to to be a little bit better out of box two for uh, Jeff Britton. But I think Zipping Daria has a chance to lead. And I think if she can lead... I think she can win. She did run second to Your Hero Bale last week and chased hard, so she has the strength. Your Hero Bale for mine is is the danger. Um, I'm just don't know if she's going to be able to get that clear running through the first turn to challenge into the back straight. But clearly the time she posted last week was you know point three point four faster than anything else went. So she's the big danger with clear running. I just don't know where she'll be, and I think Zipping Daryl will be in front of her. So that's why I'm leaning towards her. And then I do think Ava Blazer will improve mm. um, from box two. And as I said, I think with Zipping Dara wanting to get off a little bit, I think Ava Blazer, the run will be there for her. That was my take on it. Yatesy, what did you see?
1: Oh, look, uh, look, I'm pretty similar, to be honest, just to, as far as the numbers go. Maybe the way it's run, I'm a little bit different. But um, I thought Miss Gallywag would lead. I mean, what we saw from the seven the other night, just fired out, crossed down, was yep. extraordinary, really. Um And the key is there's not heaps of pace directly underneath. So she's going to have that four and five box sort of space to be able to move and hunt across. I can see Zipping Daria will be booting through, but I thought Miss Gallywag would lead. I thought your hero Bale would actually get a lovely run through. So I could see it slotting third or fourth, one off, maybe three off the lead um, with Zipping Daria, Ava Blazer, those sort of greyhounds all sort of together, um, and it's sort of finishing hard. So... I've got Miss Scallywag as the leader and possible winner, and I want to be on your hero bail as a saver. Yep. And I do concede zipping Daria and Ava Blazer, particularly Ava Blazer, just with the starting price profile of the run before. But I'd be happy to risk that pair in advance of backing the other two. So that's sort of the way I saw it. But similar numbers, yeah. Did
0: you think that there, in this race there was a potential blowout for, for something to cause
1: a bit of a boil over? Look, if Osprey Athena gets a run, it's yep. my top pick. So that's the blowout for me. Yep. The other one maybe is Melissa keeping. I mean, was it the champion puppy yeah. we, we saw her over here? Yes. Um, and look, maybe it's not at that top end, but if there's any scrimmaging and can get a bit of a run through in behind, then maybe, but it's 7.50. So it's not really a, a big over compared to yep. what it's probably winning chances are. So sure. uh, what, have you got one? No, 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 I, no,
0: I think, I mean, we got caught out with fly for tricks a, yeah. a, a, a month ago, but, um, um, I don't think it's going to blow out race. I do think yeah. the w- ones who dominate the market will dominate the race. I think they're they're drawn and they've got the strength to uh, to perform at their best. So um, I couldn't say that. I'm with you though. Um, I do think if the reserve gets a run, um, Osprey Athena. She was so impressive last week and unlucky not to qualify. So I think she's one to keep an eye on if she does get a run. Um, other than that, I do think the the race should hopefully pan out as we sort
1: of yeah. um, looked at. Um, the Derby Finals, Race 8. Yeah, I'll run through that for you. The box draw and the tab fix market. Uh, Russia's Raw, obviously, in Box 1. We'll have a chat to Kim Johnston, the trainer, soon. It's $3.80. Uh, two Deadly Class at $2.60. It is the favourite. Three-quarter is $26 on the tab fix. Number four, Salad Dodger at 8 50 uh, five, Columbus Manelli at $16. Six, Hector Forley is $4.20. And the third pick in the market, seven, Multimat at $8.50. And eight, Winnington Bale is at $15. Spring Honour and Woodside Brocky at 51 and 71 of the uh, two reserves in order. What do you make of it, Matho?
0: Uh, well, the the SA Derby, the honour roll of this race, shows that these dogs progress to be some stars of the track as they go on. And, and these dogs, which are all nice young dogs, I can see a lot of these being really, really wonderful dogs. Well, in the not next only that, we months.
1: also have had the progression of these greyhounds pretty quickly into the Adelaide Cup yeah. and either win or run well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: you know, like who, who have we had? Ernie Bung Arrow. Um, yep. Oh, there was like three of them that we had really close together. Uh well, Ernie Bungaro and Spud Regis are the, probably the two that yep. they won the derby
0: and then went on and won yep. the Adelaide Cup in yep. the same year, which is hard to do. But it goes to your point that these good young dogs, Taranza Bale was another one going back a while. Um, but they they go through the derby series. Was did Burner win the um didn't win, didn't win the, win the derby. derby.
1: Okay, might have been the uh, St. Ledger that yeah. sort of won and went through.
0: But, I mean, it is, a, it is a race of progression. So I I, I would hope a lot of these dogs um, hang around for the Adelaide Cup because the the performances they've been putting in will, you know, get you right in um, the finishing line of an Adelaide Cup heat, mm-hmm. I think. And if you can qualify, who knows what happens in a Group 1. Um, the race itself, Yatesy, I mean, um, we probably have slightly different views. I'm a bit more of a Hector Forley fan. Yep. And I was probably taken a little bit more by his run, Um, more about what he did, um, the adversity that he found last week in the heat. I think he he did show last week in the heat that he was able to push forward and he found some trouble on the first turn um, with Woodside Brocky, and then a couple other checks. I just think he might get a clearer run to the first turn, particularly um, if Deadly Class and Rush's Raw sort of, Just jostle a little bit for position early. I think that opportunity will come for Hector Forley. I was quite taken by him. He has run time um, at um, Sandown. He was brilliant um, at angle part. Two runs ago, 30 36 against lesser opposition. He's a real progressive type. I've got him on top. I think he can position handy early, be really hard to beat. Uh, rushes raw for kim johnson she is flying the flag for sa as the only sa dog in the race so we wish her well i think she um he can run really well um and then i put deadly class um again for anything as a party he's drawn with clear running early he's going to be really hard to hold out so they're my top three how did you see the race uh
1: look um i like deadly class i'm happy to overlook last run i'm happy to overlook most form from last week um and just you know, take it with a pinch of salt because that track and the way it was bumping and racing, it was just unusual. So look, he's run the week before was huge. Um, He came out of boxes, wanted to go hard left in the the heats last week. That's a concern for me in this race. Uh, But I just think at the price comparative to what we've seen. And I know we've spoken about this before, but, Beaten favourites, they get forgotten about pretty quick because punters are unforgiving. And I think this is an example again. So particularly beaten favourite, short price, two runs in a row. They just want to get off because they're like, done their money. Now, all of a sudden, he's out to 260, drawn exactly where he wants to be, in my view. I think Russia's Raw might just, if he, like when he drew one a few ago, he bounced a length in front. So if that happens again, which could happen, Deadly class slots to the fence, chases out after Rush's raw, and I think finishes a bit too well. Um, Rush's raw in front, I think, is going to give a bold side. I thought quarter was a roughie. I really liked its closing speed last run. And if you take a look at just the market and the way salad dodger, look, it's hard for me to forgive last run. But at 8.50, Mm. when we know what it can do at its best, you know, it's probably one that... I need to have in, but look, I've got deadly class on top and I'm going to make it a best bet on the night. Okay. So that's the sort of way I'm looking at it for the, uh, the, the feature final. No, I'm, I'm,
0: I am I'm. mean, again, I think these dogs are um, going to progress quite well. If there is a blowout for mine, I did like Columbus Minnelli, I think, for Morgan yep. Turner. I think if this dog um, can find his way uh, close to the rails... He can rock at home over the last little bit with a touch of luck, and again he's at around ten dollars. So, um, you know, good luck to all the connections on the night. Now, Yatesy, before we get our best bets on the night, um, we obviously have some wonderful dogs competing throughout this the, the program. Obviously, leading up towards the Adelaide Cup, we've got yep. Stout Manelli back in Adelaide, which is great, and um, the likes of Plan Ahead and Justice Sort from Queensland. Tony Brett is competing as well, but we'll have two trials on the night. We'll have Equaliser, Jason Thompson's wonderful sprinter, Group 1 winner, um, won 500000 in stake money. He'll be trialling. He's a great one-on-one match race dog, so we're good to see what time he goes. Um, and we'll also have Wow, She's Fast, the boom greyhound in Australia for Kel Greeno. She will be trialling as well. Um, she's won over a million dollars. She's won the Phoenix. She's uh, on everyone's lips. So she'll be here in Adelaide on Thursday night trialling with Equaliser. Um, they're all leading up towards the match race series next week and obviously heading towards the
1: Adelaide Cup. Well, it sounds like we're going to have a strong series for the Cup. It-
0: well, I think so. I mean, with the Million Dollar Chase moving two weeks earlier to coincide with the Rugby League finals and getting off our, our Group 1, which um, we're very thankful for, it does free up you know, the dogs who haven't qualified for the semifinals in the Million Dollar Chase to come to Adelaide for the Group 1. Why not come? give yourself a chance at uh, qualifying for the final. So I do think it'll be very strong.
1: What about this uh, anniversary cup at Mount Gambier on Sunday afternoon? Can you run through the field there for us? Well, the fields haven't been released yet, but the two heat winners were uh, Victor Grosso,
0: which um, is is the track record holder at yeah. Mount Gambier at now, um, who did that two weeks ago. Uh, he won his heat in impressive fashion. And departure gate for Jason Newman, who's the Mount Gambier Cup winner from last year, um, or earlier this year, sorry. Um, He also won his heat. Um, It's going to be a a terrific eight-dog final. I mean, high-quality metro standard. So um, those fields will be out later today.
1: Terrific. uh, Best bets for Angle Park on Thursday night. Who have you got?
0: Okay, well, so we're going with race one, number one, Springvale Roxy for Mike Geniotis. First look at the 5.95. She's drawn perfectly in box one. She ran 30.50 over 5.30 metres last start and was strong at the line, running away. So I think the uh, the step up to 5.95 will suit her down to the ground. Race one, number one, get your money early. Um, I would also throw in, if you, if that if she gets in, get on race four, number five, Osprey Athena. We've spoken about her. This is a huge drop in class. Um, she only has to perform somewhere near the level she was in the heat to the Oaks last week to win if she's not in the Oaks final.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, I'm with you with Osprey Athena. I think uh, her run last week was extraordinary. I'm with Deadly Class in the Derby. I'm going to make it a good bet. And the other one I liked to it, be a bit of odds as well is race seven, number three, Toby West, looking to make it five wins straight. Yep. Adam Manton really has it flying along. Uh, that's a look at Thursday night's action. Uh, coming up next, Kim Johnston, the trainer of Russia's Raw in the Derby final. The interview. Oh, big night on Thursday night. We've got the uh, final of the SA Derby Group 3 final. And a uh, lady with a uh, ripping chance is Kim Johnston, the trainer of Russia's Raw Box 1 in the final. Kim, uh, thanks for joining us on the Dogcast.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: How are you feeling? Uh, Russia's Raw Box 1 in a big final. How does it feel?
2: I mean, Box 1 is always a good thing, but, you know, we're cautiously hopeful more than anything, I think, is our our position.
0: (laughs) Well, Kim, um, tell us a little bit about Rush's Raw, because he's progressed quite nicely. And and so, Clint Alloway's the owner. Um, He he, he had, um, I don't know, about 10 starts in Victoria, and uh, you got him, and he won first up for you in a juvenile over the 342, um, Mm -hmm. and he's been progressing quite nicely. Did you think, when you got him and how did you get him? Um, and did you think he'd be able to progress so quickly to, to make a feature final like this?
2: Um, when Clinton bought him, um, early days, I think he'd only had one start or something. And, um, he'd actually chatted about him to me a few times and he wanted to send a dog called for the thrill over who was a bit older and had a few issues to deal with. So, um, the sweetener was, I'll send you for the thrill and you can have Russia's Raw. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of <laughs> how it worked. So <laughs> you take, that was sort of that, how that worked. And he came over and literally he just took like a duck to water to Angle Park. He trialed good. Um, his first race was good. And then he flew his second start. He went like 19, 20 odd. Um, and then we ventured up to Murray Bridge to try and give him a stepping stone towards stepping him up in distance as he was sort of untried. Um, he didn't seem to love it as much up there. He trialed really good, but um, then we came back to Angle Park and he just hasn't missed a beat. He's just been an absolute little marvel, very proud of him.
0: And as you mentioned, I mean, he's, he does love the Angle Park circuit and, and obviously the 5.30. And, I mean, he's gone thirty seventeen 17 over the 5.30, which, you know, if he can replicate any of that sort of form, um, he'll be extremely hard to beat. What, what do you make of box one in the final, um, and obviously, we've spoken a little bit about class on your outside, who's one of the race favourites. Um, how do you, how do you see, and where would you like to? Obviously, you'd like to be in front, but how do you see the race panning
2: mm-hmm. out? Um, I'm just hoping that he is on his absolute best box manners and jumps to the front. Um, hopefully, he'll, maybe a little bit of scrimmaging behind, but um, I think he just needs to do everything right because they're very, very good dogs in the race. Um, he's got the ability. He just, you know, you just—it's a dog race, so anything can happen. Um, I want him to go with 5.19. He can go to the split, and hopefully that's enough to hold the lead and miss Deadly Class heading to the rail. But I think Deadly Class is a lot better dog than he's shown here. His form in Victoria is super. So if he replicates that, he will be very hard to beat. But also Rush's Raw, Little River, he's very strong too. So if we're on the bunny, we're going to take a power of running down. But... Just getting on the bunny. Just pray at the start.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I totally agree with you, Kim. Uh, the deadly class that sort of bumped heavily from box two the other night with the inside dog. Mm. But last time you drew one, it's like uh, you touched on his box man has just shanghaied out. He actually was like a length in front, sort of right as the lids open. It was extraordinary to see. Um, and I guess that's what you're talking about this week. That's the sort of beginning you want to see.
2: Absolutely. In any final, or any race really, being in front is ninety five percent of the the race, so I've kept him fresh I've trying to trying to just you know keep his him happy and fresh, and hopefully he pings the box and he's quite a shy little dog, so he, he I just hope he doesn't get a bit overwhelmed, but it's not an Adelaide Cup, so there won't be a huge crowd, so I've just got my fingers crossed that he just you know steps steps cleanly basically.
0: Well, and you you mentioned the Adelaide Cup, Kim, so all things being well, when he progresses uh, or performs at his best for you on Thursday night, is that where you're sort of heading with him and giving him a crack uh, at the Group 1?
2: I believe so, that's, that's the plan, but I'm the type of trainer that just takes one week at a time, because yep. a week's a long <laughs> time in dog racing, so I'll just get through this Thursday and then we'll think about it and... Um, Hopefully, if he gets through cleanly and pulls up well, we might enter for the match races, whether he's good enough to get in the top four in South Australia, fingers crossed. But we'll just, as I said, a week is a long time in greyhound racing, so I just <laughs> take one week at a time with every dog.
1: And, and Kim, a big Group 3 final. I mean, it's been quite an extraordinary life for you in, in greyhound racing. It's sort of been in your blood, I guess, since you're a, a young girl.
2: Yeah, I was born and bred into the greyhounds, with, with my grandfather being... A chairman at, at of the Adelaide Greyhound Racing Club early days, and and Dad's trained, and I've taken over the reins a little bit, so, and just sort of, it is what it is. I've never known life without a greyhound, so we just, it's just life at the moment, isn't it? Like,
1: so. yeah. And then Dad won the Derby, with was it tribute to Dad.
2: With, tribute to Dad, yes. Yeah. I handled him. It was like my first greyhound. Oh wow. <laughs> Ah, okay. <laughs> it was like, I'd only been handling 12 months. It was very, very exciting. I still remember it. Cleaner day.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, look, it's a terrific final. Uh, you've you've got uh, one heck of a chance. The market has you second favourite. Uh, we really appreciate yeah. your time this morning, Kim, and, and all the best of luck for that big final on Thursday night.
2: Thanks for having
1: me. Cross everything. There she is, Kim Johnston, uh, the trainer of Russia's Raw, who's going to be mighty hard to beat in the uh, Derby on Thursday night. Well, uh, Matho, that pretty much takes us out. Big edition of the Dogcast. Plenty going on.
0: Massive. Plenty to talk about. And, um, yeah, great show. Looking forward to the uh, weeks and months ahead.
1: Well, good luck to all connections in the Oaks and the Derby. We hope to see you at the track soon.